Blog Talk Radio. Eastern 
at 914-803-4306. Or you can listen live online at www.apajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Welcome back to the John Perry One Hills Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Red wine. All right. Come on, tell you, boo. Iman, 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 Iman. Okay, whatever that is. All right. Yeah. Y'all ready to get a into it? A language y'all don't know. Anyway. Okay. No, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one. Y'all ready to get into it? Yeah. All right. California. They got a lot going on out there. Cali. Shout out to Cali. All right. I guess I'm starting it off. I'll be ending it with the Hollywood. Um, but anyway, California le- legislature bars facial recognition for police body cam. Hmm. I didn't know they had that. Yep. California's legislation on Thursday passed a three-year ban on state and local law enforcement from using body cameras for facial recognition software. Really? Hmm. There's the latest curve on technology that some say poses a threat to civil liberties. Okay. Um, they voted 42 to 18 for the bill. Um, it will go to Governor Gavin Newsom's desk for signing or a veto, and it would take an effect on January the 1st, 2020. Well, the legislation prohibits officers from running facial recognition in real time or after the fact on footage collected by body cameras. Police groups opposed the bill, while others, including the American Civil Liberties Union of Northern California, backed it. Hmm. The bill reflects growing um, discontent in the U.S. over facial recognition, which government agencies have used for years and now has become more powerful with the rise of cloud computing and artificial intelligence technology. So I guess in so many words they're saying that, you know, you can't take a picture of my face because... You know, you are violating, I guess, my civil liberties. I guess. But wait a minute, the police are against it? That's what it sounds like. I'm trying to understand why would they be against it. They oppose the bill, while others, yep, including fact it. I don't understand. I don't know. Why? I mean, I can understand if it was somehow going to reflect negatively on them. Right, well, be let me, used against them. Let me read this part. However, police still may use the technology to blur faces and videos disclosed to the public in order to protect individuals' privacy. So, I guess if there's a group of people mm-hmm. that are around and you're arresting one person, but you see a video camera of other people, you're violating my civil rights. I don't. Oh, think. if you just happen to be in the in the crowd, right? You know. Okay. Is that making sense to you, Bob? You understand? Yeah, it does. Yeah. So that's why they said the um, you know, they're trying to pass this bill. They're going to affect in 2020 for three years. So after that, I guess they would revisit that again. So, you know, I guess they're trying to satisfy everybody. I guess. I suppose. <laughs> this is only in California. I wonder what other states do in those uh, situations. 
I haven't heard anybody else really talk about it. Have you heard anything else on that? But check this out. Okay, let me finish the article. It says, critics have said facial recognition is not ready for prime time. Pointing to technology from Amazon.com and others that struggle to identify the gender of individuals with a darker skin in recent studies. Ah, it this always goes prompt- back to that. Mm-hmm. And this has prompted fears of unjust arrest. Mm-hmm. So, so homeboys said, look, they ain't me. Look like me, but ain't me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, so they always say, quote, unquote, that we look alike. I mean, but, you know. Well, but, you know, on that, as far as the technology, mm-hmm. I remember maybe it was sometime last year, mm-hmm. they were talking about the people who had developed the technology, like for those um, automatic faucets and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go in some of the restrooms and oh, yeah. faucets and come on automatically, yeah, what that those sensors were actually designed for very light or white people. Really? They were not designed really for people of color, which explains why sometimes oh, no. when you go and you try to get the faucet to come on and you keep moving your hand back and forth for yeah. black people and it doesn't work. And sometimes, at least, I let me speak for me, uh-huh. I have experienced that. So how'd you find out that information? It was an article. I mean, uh, matter of fact, it was on CBS. CBS Morning News covered that. And they were saying that as they researched it, they found out that the people who designed it deliberately designed it thinking, oh, it would be funny. You know, it doesn't always work for people who have more melanin in their skin. So that's Mm -hmm. why sometimes those things for black people are hit or miss. Because I've been in restrooms, like traveling on the road, like right. going up and down 95, right. you stop at a restaurant, see, thing and it is, doesn't work, so you go to another one, right. and that one might work. But that's going to backfire, because most, I'm sorry, just me, most black folks, they're going to wash their hands. Mm-hmm. White folks, those are the ones that don't wash their hands. I'm well, sorry, I've seen it. <laughs> so what I'm saying, I've had to go to two and three things to find one that would come on. And then I'll see a white person walk through the one that I'm thinking is broken, oh. and that joint pops right on. And I'm like, huh. And every time I see it now, I think about that that story that CBS did. Didn't know. It's some funny business going on with that stuff. So probably with that facial recognition, you know, it's a, it's all like some kind of um. Could be just blurred. I mean, you know, the the technology is not clear and sharp. Exactly. So. It's a program. I'm trying to think of what do you call it. Not an anagram. A, um, uh, I can't think of the word, but there's a. It's a, like a numeric program mm-hmm. that's used to try to determine, you know, whose face mm-hmm. it is when they see it. Mm-hmm. So if it's not going to work all the time, then right. something might pick up your face and right. you weren't even anywhere in the vicinity. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be trying to say, oh, yeah, that was Papa Didi up in there. Mm-hmm. Papa Didi and Kettle, we got them right here. Mm-hmm. And y'all will be like, uh, we weren't even in that state. You know what I'm saying? So how are you going to say it was us? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, the cameras picked you up. We got you on camera. So, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's a plus for the body cams, and then it's a minus, you know, to a degree, apparently, because apparently they have to advance the technology a little faster than, you know. But I guess it was to appease people as far as the body cam. At least you can see what's going on. But sometimes the, the police officers, they abuse it themselves. They take it, they cut it off or whatever. Because there was a case like that in Baltimore. The guy mm-hmm. cut the thing off. He planted some drugs or something and then cut it back on when he found it. Yeah. I remember that one, too. You know. But we'll, okay. we'll see what's going to happen. 
That's in Cali. Well, speaking of the bull crap, oh, let's talk about Felicity Huffman. Uh-oh. Uh, actress Felicity Huffman was sentenced today Mm-mm. to only 14 days in prison Mm-mm. for her involvement in the uh, elite college admission Does that robbery. Does I don't know. <laughs> they said 14 days, you know, because there have been cases where people have gone yep. home on the weekends yep. Yep. when you consider, you know, the rich and the muckety-mucks. But as part of her sentence, she has to pay a $30,000 fine. That's it. And she's got to do 250 hours of community service. Kiss it, Liz. Yeah, really. <laughs> so she has to uh, self-report. So what does that mean? That means that the sheriff doesn't come and get you and handcuff you and take you to jail. When you self-report, you just show up on your designated day. Her day to show up, they call it self-report, is October 25th. And they haven't said where she's going yet. The facility is still to be determined. What they talking about is going to be like um, we're about to do it for us, and it's open. There's no really no bars and stuff like that. So, like see, club. then what's the point? Yeah, it's country club. That's just like saying, well, you just won't be home for two weeks. But did, do they mention anything about probation? Anything? Well, it says that she's uh, uh, of course, this is in relation to the college admission scam. Uh, the prosecutor was previously recommending for her to go to jail for a whole month. And pay twenty thousand in fines and do one year probation. Mm-hmm. But right now it looks like she doesn't have any probation attached to this. She should. I mean, it says thirty thousand fine, fourteen days in jail, two hundred and fifty hours of community service. Now back in May, she pleaded guilty to a single charge of conspiracy to commit mail fraud and honest services mail fraud after being accused of paying fifteen thousand dollars to cheat on her daughter's SAT exam. Mm. And, you know, there's other ones out there who were involved in this stuff, but I think she's one of the first ones to be sentenced, right, isn't she? Right, right. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the other chick, what's her, what's her name? The um. Oh, gosh. What is that woman's name? Lori Laughlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her case is still, you know, she pleaded not guilty. Yeah, she thinks she's going to... That's going to be interesting to follow that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be real interesting. Yeah, she's pleaded not guilty, and he's still waiting to see what's going to happen in that case. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think about that, Bob? <laughs> Here we go again with the white laws, right? Yeah, that's just unbelievable. That's just ugly. I know. I can't believe, you know, <laughs> it, it's just. But I think what, what I don't mean to cut you off, but I think what happens is that these same people, they know these judges, or they've dealt, you know, they, as far as they have any relationship, or they know these people, you know, it's like we just want to slap you on the wrist, and that's it. Mm-hmm. To me, this should be an example. The lawyer knows the judge, you know, mm-hmm. who knows who, and then one of one of the lawyers. Recommending that she goes to a prison that's like 300 miles away. This is a federal. They want to go to the federal. They definitely don't want to go to a state prison. You know, even though this was done in a state, mm-hmm. they want to go to a federal prison. Why? It's like one of the country clubs. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. A federal prison has different, different. Uh, the accommodations are a lot different. Mm-hmm. States run by the state. Right. They know, can do whatever federal. the hell they want. Yeah, huh. they do. Yeah. You know, yeah, a lot that's true. cleaner and everything else. But right. 
You know, it just it just sends a bad message. You know, I mean, I there's people that are going to jail for all kinds of things where there's nothing even. There's no restrictions at all. And then you're gonna take you're gonna take a thirty day sentence and then cut it down to fourteen. I mean, yeah, and hell? no probation. I think I heard somebody say she had a year of supervisor supervisor year. Oh, I haven't. I haven't seen that yet. I think there's a year or two. Maybe she does. So I'm more or less saying what she can't go. She can't travel. No, she'll be on. She'll be on probation. She won't. She won't be able. Yeah, she won't be able to travel. You know. Well, without permission or something. I don't know if it's permission. Being it's a year, I think they'll crack on her down on her pretty good. But, but you know, she's not going to feel the risk of this. You know, the main thing she's going to be think about is embarrassment. Yeah. What are children going to think and all that jazz and the rhetoric your children going to get from that? That's what they're thinking well, about. Well, she was in there apologizing, talking about she, at the time, thought she was doing the right thing to try to help her kids. Yeah. And right. then, of course, she realized, you know, after the fact. That, that was the case. Everybody had $15,000 to help their kids. I think um, they did mention about the, the child was either special ed or something, something. I don't hear anything about that. But um, earlier this year, California lawmakers had proposed a couple of bills aiming to uh, reform college admissions in California. Mm -hmm. And the first of the bills that are going to reach the governor's desk are requiring colleges to disclose whether they give preferential treatment to applicants relating to donors or alumni. And I'm like, so that's what I'm saying. What kind of foolishness is that? That's been going on for years, though. Yeah. They're talking about they should be doing that anyway. Why do you need to pass legislation? Stupid. Prime example, just like, um, what's the rapper's name? Just had the beats and stuff. What's his name? Um, Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He started talking about, yeah, my daughter got into UC, what is it, USCLE? I mean, USC. USC. Right. University of California, mm-hmm. and um, you know people started talking, and uh, he gave seventy million dollars the year before to them. Okay. Uh, so now all of a sudden she gets in. Uh, he took that down quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you heard about that, Papa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well. Because mm-hmm. like you it, said, that stuff's been. I mean, who said that? You just said, mm-hmm. Papa. That stuff's been going on since. Probably the beginning of time. It would but, still be if they didn't get caught. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still going to be done. You know, it's just, it's just a matter of if he's going to get caught or not. But he, he came out um, when the um, the scandal first broke. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, she black. She made any. But, yeah, a year ago you gave $70 million. Yeah. Come on now. And you yeah. don't think that $70 million helped to ensure her admission? <laughs> Please. Yeah, because Lynn Swan uh, was tied up in that. Lynn Swan? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I was so disappointed to He's hear that. He's the athletic director for USC, and he stepped down. You know, so he was just pushing scandals. folks through too, huh? Yeah, he had a little. He had a say so in it and by bribes, and he had something to do with it. So I'm he stepped that money down. Talks, baby. <laughs> Thank goodness he got his Hall of Fame jacket before that went down. Yeah. But um, wow, they that was take very that. disappointing. People get caught up in that money. Yeah. Because it's been going on for so long. Oh it's, yeah, it's nothing this is, new. This is nothing yeah, new at all. They not. just happened. Really they just got caught. Right. That's they got right. Springer. He just happened to get caught. Mm-hmm. He would still be doing it today. I, I think, think he hadn't done so much. He right. probably would have been okay. Yeah, right. I mean, but not okay, but he wouldn't have gotten caught. But he he must have given them up because they were probably pressuring him. They were probably watching him. 
Yeah, but I think when he showed what broke it, he was talking to somebody too freely. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, wow, I can't believe this guy's talking to me like that. Oh, he was just kind of bragging, I guess, mm-hmm. probably. Was, it was on 60 Minutes, the whole the whole thing of what happened. And uh, mm-hmm. he was speaking freely and open. The guy said, I can't believe this guy's talking to me. Well, that's what I mean. When you start doing too much, that's when you he, get caught. He, he had collected he should a just lay low. And, like, and, and that whole scandal, he, he had collected a total of $24 million throughout that whole scandal. But then when he got busted... He was singing like a canary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember was he married him? Like, I'll tell you, all the people I sure. dealt with, give you names. When they busted names. that guy, Springer, who the one who was coordinating mm-hmm. everything, he started singing like a canary. Mm-hmm. He was just ratting everybody out, turning mm-hmm. everybody in, giving names. I mean, he I, just, I would know what, he I threw all his clients under yeah. the bus. Now, what's his name? Singer? That's Singer. His name? Yeah, Singer. I wonder what happened with him. Yeah, that's a good question. No, his situation is pending, believe me. Yeah, because you don't but hear about the him. You see about so the, the he helped him out a lot, so he's going to be, you know, they're going to. All right, well, let's move on. Yeah, that's crazy. What else you got, Papa? Um, let me see. Uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about 45. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand this story. Trump's Air Force nominee. Won't commit to a ban on staying at Trump's hotel. Oh yeah, that that had to do with he he finally nominated somebody to be in charge of the I guess the Air Force, and they were questioning her with relation to um, uh, government people staying at Trump hotels. Oh, so you're spending government money to stay in Trump hotels. Oh, they were saying, but that money still. Is going in his pocket. pocket. Right. Yep. So how is that ethical? Yeah, I got it. And that's what the whole issue was about. You know, they were trying to get her to say that, okay, yeah, that practice is not right uh, and we so need to see, stop that. Uh, Trump's nominee to head the U.S. Air Force told senators at her confirmation here in Thursday <laughs> she wouldn't specify uh, ban members of the military branch from spending taxpayer funds at a Trump property. So she wouldn't ban it. Yeah, hmm. she's saying like she don't have a problem with doing, it. Yeah, I see. <laughs> doing the tense exchange with uh, Senator Richard uh, Belmento. He's a Democrat from Connecticut, and Barbara Barrett uh, refused to tell the Senate Armed Forces Committee whether she thinks it's inappropriate for Air Force personnel to spend government funds at a Trump-owned business. Okay, so that's very interesting. I guess this would be like a level of Perdeen. And things of this nature when people travel on business and stuff like that and this has probably been going on for a while you know mm-hmm. a, re- a recent report from the uh, political details numerous incidents in which air crews lies in the president's struggling uh, uh, Turnberry resort in Scotland as they were traveling from the United States to the Middle East oh Trump's been getting money on the back end damn he's a bad dude well it's no different than um, the gentleman that owns uh, Halibut, the uh, the arms company that uh, the vice president was reaping benefits yeah, from. Yeah, and that was unethical too. Remember him? What was his name? Cheney. Cheney. He owned the during the war. He owned the place that was supplying bombs for the Iraq War. <laughs> and he's the vice president. It's unethical he's man. Vice president at the time. I know. And that's he, what, he's part of That's why that's what he shot his damn. So place. yeah. So this is very interesting. This <laughs> is very interesting. Also, and, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and like I said, everything. 
just just to talk about this and the college scandal and anything else that goes on and goes down. We don't hear about this stuff until somebody finally gets caught. Sure. Mm-hmm. And 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 before we heard about it, it's been going on for decades. Sure. And mm-hmm. and people don't understand that they look at the wow here news wow wow. But nobody thinks about how long this has been going on. Mm-hmm. That college stuff has been going. You done got kids who's, <laughs> you done got rich parents that them kids are already graduated. Yep. <laughs> that already done had families and children and life and everything else. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. And this, the privilege is just unbelievable, you know. So. But these people are going, like, out of their way to stay in Trump properties. They're traveling, like, what's his name? Uh, the, um, pasty hair. What's his name? The vice president. Pence. Pence. Uh-huh. He stayed. I think it was over there in Scotland. He was driving. I forgot how many miles. It was like so far out of the way uh-huh. to go stay at a Trump hotel. And uh-huh. I'm like, you. This is taxpayer money. We know how expensive uh-huh. those hotels are. Government per diem rate is what it is. That's not going to cover and those kind higher, of hotels. The higher your rank, the higher your per diem. But don't they no, have government per diem? Well, let me not say no, I don't know. Don't go, All don't I know that. is that government per diem has a rate. It should not matter. It has a rate. No, are. no. That's that not rate true. shouldn't matter who that's you are. That's not true. If, you're if you little, are a federal government captain, if you're, if you're, if you're a little E2 airman, you not get the same. If you're an E2 airman, you do not get the same per diem as a lieutenant gets. No well, way. I don't know about military. Lieutenant? I said federal government employees. Well, that's well. So I'm just saying. I don't know what it is. What Papa's saying is probably Pence's budget is probably bigger than somebody else's. No, but I'm talking about federal government. You can look it up and find out what is the per diem I for what federal you're saying, but he's in yeah, a certain amount of status. Period. You're talking about the regular rank and file. We're talking about exclusive people. And plus, I mean, I think Pence just lays down a black card. He ain't worried about nothing. I mean, come on. You well, that's fine if he's paying it out of his pocket on his black card. You have pockets. But if you're paying it out of taxpayer dollars, then I have a problem. All that money you got, he only have pockets. I don't care. I don't care if he carries it in his little little pasty fist. I don't care. I'm saying if it's coming out of taxpayer money, it's a problem. Pence just walks in there and says, deuces. Might not be paying nothing. Like I said, as long as it's not coming out of the taxpayer budget, I don't care. What you do, where you stay, how you pay it. But if we, as the people of this country, are paying for it, and you're staying in hotels that are costing us all this unnecessary money, then I have a problem. And on top of the fact that Trump is fattening his pockets while you're a sitting president, it's unethical, it's immoral, and it should be illegal. It is. It's supposed to be. It's it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be profiting. So there's the reason why I have a problem with it on all three sides, immoral, illegal, irresponsible, and whatever else I just said. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> okay You cut off uh, uh, Whatever you stepping on Yeah What can I say That's a bit sour Well if you guys Got any questions Or comments tonight Hit us up tonight 914-803-4306 But you know The interesting part With this here Is you gotta look at And look for Is the fact that Will she still be nominated With that And I think she probably will Because The main people That approve these things Is the Senate and mm-hmm. Republicans run the Senate, and you got your your boy with the with the mechanical mouth. What's his name? Mitch. Mitch, Mitch McConnell. 
Mitch the yeah, Muppet. You know, you know oh, the line. Lord. You see the line in his mouth when he's talking. Mm-hmm. He looks like that puppet on Bob's furniture. Oh, Lord. Is he's that bad? Older. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. He looks like that ventriloquist that's real popular, the old man ventriloquist oh, that the guy goodness. has. Way back when. Remember that one? I think his name was uh, Waldo or something. I don't know. Waldo. Okay. I don't Waldo. know. <laughs> Waldo the ventriloquist. Uh, fine, Waldo. No, he was the, the, the hardwood dummy, not the ventriloquist. Well, that sounds like him. Uh, I forget his name. He's the old man. Okay. Yeah, yeah all of that sounds like Mitch. i got to find a picture of him. Good old Mitch, the, the wooden hardwood dummy. Is that, oh, that is, yeah, well, <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Anyway, all right, we got to go take an ice break, refresh the glasses, and we're coming right back with the Hit and Quit It headlines on the Pajama Party. Hey, this is Papa Didi. Join me on Friday night live. At the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. And don't miss my segment called Living for the City and What's Poppin'. Hey, and, and join me. This is Red Wine with the Long Long Stem. And I've got the hot topics in my commentary called I'm Just Saying. And don't forget the cocktail of the week for me, Shadow with the Yellow Top. I got the Hollywood wrap up along with Weird News. And don't forget, we've got the kitchen list. That's for the people who get on our last nerves. Want us to call them out. So join us on Blog Talk Radio for the Pajama Party. Every Friday night at 9 p.m. on the East Coast and 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Go to apajamaparty.com to listen online or follow us on Twitter at A Pajama Party. Call us live, 914-803-4306. And don't forget to press 1. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what happened to the snack tray or the bartender? Does he want to see my slippers? I'll call the room service. Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. My host, Papa Didi. I'm Hugo Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. My darling. It's time for the hit it and quit it headlines. All right, we're going to try to really just hit them and quit them, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try. <laughs> okay, Old Navy opening up 800 new stores. They must be doing all right then. They must be. Um, in, a, in a record year of closing stores, Old Navy has announced plans to open up 800 new locations as part of its upcoming split from parent company, The Gap. I didn't know that they were under The Gap umbrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, company officials have discussed the plans yesterday during Investor Day event at New- in New York, and they're saying that they're going to almost double their fleet of 2,000 stores in North America, predominantly in underserved small markets. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly where those are, but... Um, See, they go into some historical stuff about when they opened their first store in 1994 in California. Uh, let's see. I'm as of older than that. Uh, 1994 in California. Oh, California. California. As of uh, February, the 25-year-old company has 1140 stores. They're going to open 800 more? They're about to go buck wild. <clears throat> Yeah, along with Gap, Banana Republic, and Athleta, uh, those stores will remain in Gap Incorporated. Wow. So, so what, um, what umbrella is the Old Navy under? They're under the Gap? Under the Gap. Well, they were. They're splitting from their parent company. Okay. They're going out on their own. They think they're grown now. Oh, okay. They're coming out from the parent. But, you know, they're doing quite well because um, our hometown girl, Regina Hall, was in uh, 
uh, commercial, yeah. and so they get the celebrities to to mm-hmm. sell their products. So, mm-hmm. I mean, look at Target. They well, they sell customers. a lot of you know everyday everyday stuff. You know, mm-hmm. stuff that people just knock around clothes. You know, not really uh, elaborate well, things. Stuff you can wear to knock around because you know running clothes, street clothes, fast clothes. Well, things you can put on real really quick. Jeans. Yeah, that's what their whole thing. They do everything. You can run a street, you can find everything. Yeah, they do, but I'm saying I'm the biggest sales of jeans. They probably sell so many jeans. You got so many Yeah, jeans was like the mainstay. Then they started branching out into a bunch of other stuff. But the one thing the employees must complain about is you're folding stuff all day. Because customers come in and they mess up their pile. Looking yeah. for one thing for their child, and even mess up the whole. Well, if they pile. Look, if they look at the pile, yeah, yeah I am kind of sort of. I'll be twenty. I, I try to fold it back. Fold it, fold it. I just try. I don't just toss stuff, but I can't get it but back. They have, the way a, they have not a machine, mm-hmm. but it's a manual thing that helps fold the shirts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of them do it themselves. Yeah, you know? they do. Yeah. But then the parent come in looking for a size four, and they unfold fifty shirts. But it's and the employees sitting back saying, "You've got to be." Kidding me, lady. But people that are shoppers, some people just do it on purpose. But people that are real shoppers. How would anybody do that on purpose? But people that are real shoppers, they know that the smallest size is on the top and the largest size is at the bottom. So you could just search for it. If it's a 4, it's going to be on top. If it's a uh, like a 2X or something, it's going to be on the bottom. But, so. you know, you're also looking for certain things when you buy clothes. You're looking for that. You're looking for the buttons to line up. You're looking for what you're looking for. You don't want certain wrinkles to be in it. You know, you need You are, Papa. You want, <laughs> what what right, the hell are you okay. talking well, about? I'm sorry. I'm, uh, you know. I never even thought about things like making sure the buttons line up. Well, I'm no, not I mean, I, mean I, I know, like, when, things, I, when I buy know. stuff, I don't get the first thing on top. I usually dig. Oh, but see, oh, okay. that's what I'm saying. Well, right. Oh, that's what you're saying? Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I don't, now, 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 and things like that. You want the, the little alligator to be right if you're getting a polo. With, you, you want the everything to be, gonna be on the other side? No, no, I'm saying, <laughs> you know, it's just got to be, it's got to be right. You've seen mean, different you, flaws. I'm not that funny. Everything you is seen right. Different flaws but you know what? Shirts, it's supposed to be posted. Because if you go in certain stores, they'll say irregularity mm-hmm. in this particular item. They have to have a sticker on there. They have mm-hmm. to tell you that it's an irregularity. Yeah, but if they don't tell you, then it's up to you to figure it out. That's All right. right, hit it and quit it. We okay. don't move on. <laughs> what you got, Bob? Oh, me? Um, Wait a minute. No, it's over to you, Kettle. Oh, okay. See? See? Yeah, balls in your court, Miss Kettle. That's All right. right. All right. Um, y'all trying to bully me or something? I'm going to read yeah, a bully well. story. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> a bully boy. Is getting more than his um, shirt design printed. Tennessee just offered him a scholarship. Wow, it's a good thing. A fourth grade in Florida um, boy bullied over his homemade shirt supporting the University of Tennessee could become a volunteer himself. Um, University of Tennessee, they offered him to a full scholarship. So he will be in the class of 2032. If he decides to go, twenty thirty two. Right, he must be a, must be eighth grader. Little, he's a young boy. So okay. the boy made national headlines after being bullied by schoolmates over his clothing choice on College Colors Day. An orange shirt with an attached piece of paper featuring his hand drawn U two um, design, University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. The boy's teacher um, she posted on Facebook that the boy went from brimming with excitement to crying at his death after being bullied at lunch. 
So the university's campus store then turned his design into an actual T-shirt, which currently has more than 50,000 pre-orders. Gee. At one point, the website was down because of the overwhelming support. All the, the proceeds from the shirts are going to stomp out bullying. The university is covering the scholarship separately. So they offered him a scholarship, but mm. the um, proceeds. So he tried to make his own shirt. Mm. Right. And everybody bullied him, talking about, mm. man, where you get that jacked up shirt? Mm. Got that paper? Ah, you look crazy. But look, it turned and he got around. a scholarship. It turned around. On. I hope he got that in writing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's dissect this story. Uh oh. Okay, come on, Steve. <laughs> you said 2032. Mm-hmm. He must. He, he's right. a young boy. He's five years old. Okay. Right. Well, well, 32 18, to 20. 18 minus 12, 32 is what? It's 12. Is 12. Okay, so he's 12. No, he's five. Okay. And that's 12 years of school. Okay. So he's five years old, and they're going to do a scholarship 2032, which is 12 years later. He'll be graduating high school. 14. Now, okay. that's where we got that from. Okay. Now. Another thing, when they said that, and see how you read the area where he said, when he did his shirt, and it is it, and the proceeds, the proceeds, the proceeds are going to that damn college. They're, they're not saying in so many words. They'll throw a scholarship for the the put the put and the scholarship for the put the. It's going to a different organization called Stomp Out Bullying. Exactly. Are they well, part of well, the University of Tennessee? You got to put a name on something in order to hide the dough. I mean, well, what I'm saying basically is that the boy is paying <laughs> okay. for his. He's paying for, for his own. He's paying for his own education. I don't think so, Pop. I think you got it incorrect. They Wait a minute. Separate. Wait a minute. I just said it's separate. Separate, separate where? All the proceeds from the shows are going to Stomp Out Bullying. That's All right, stop out boring. Okay. The university is covering the scholarship separately. You didn't hear that part. Did well, you? what makes you think? <laughs> what makes you think that, that the University of university. Tennessee Mm-mm. is going to be so willing to they're give? They're going to be on the up and up. They're I didn't say no. I didn't say they're going to be on the down and down. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying the fact that that money that they generate is going to be, and like you said, it's big now. Everybody's helping, contributing. I'm telling you, sometimes you don't realize when there is a big contribution of something that people put their hearts into, money comes in big and fat. Just like the story I'm about to read. This is a segue to the story I'm about to read, okay? okay. All right, now I'm going to read my story to show you just how, how the things, how it works on what I'm saying. Let's talk about that Popeye's chicken sandwich. Now, have anybody on this table eaten eaten one of those? No. Okay. Right. Me, I had the opportunity to really almost by accident. Oh, you see. All right. I could. I was over one. there doing. By something. accident? How can you was... accidentally eat a damn chicken sandwich? Okay, come on. Show <laughs> <laughs> <Tell> your life. <laughs> I couldn't get one. It was can sold out. Can a brother get a break here? Come on. I'm lying. I'm, I'm, man, we're just getting beat up. Anyway, all right. Let me let me. Like my father said, let me tell you this lie if I forget Uh-oh, it. Uh-oh, see? <laughs> let me tell you this lie if I forget it. Uh-huh. Now, okay, here's the deal. When that sandwich came out, right, uh-huh. I happened to be doing some work at this house. and had a couple of helpers with me, and I stopped at Popeye's to get some food for the fellas. Uh-huh. Okay? I got some chicken and things like that, and I also... I said, well, let me pick up a couple of chicken sandwiches. This was early on when the chicken sandwich was still new. Right. And now, okay, now I ain't know what to expect. And it make us, what was so beautiful about the situation, mm-hmm. the, the girl who was working there, she was the main girl there. I think she was a manager working the thing. And nobody was really ordering chicken sandwich like that because it wasn't really popular at the time. Okay. So I ordered two of them. Now, the girl that, that did it, 
she was like assistant manager with her, so she really gave great customer service. Wrapped it up, bing, bang, boom. So all of a sudden, I get back to where we were, and I'm sitting there just casually, right? And like I said, this is before all the hype started, maybe a week before the hype started. I'm sitting there, and another gentleman is sitting there next to me, and we both pulled out of the sandwich. The other person had regular pieces of chicken. So we both at the same time, we're sitting there, and we both kind of bit in the sandwich at the same time, mm-hmm. more or less. Mm-hmm. And we both looked at each other and said, damn, <laughs> that joint was good. Not only was it good, it was delicious. Okay. Because, the, all right, I'm getting there. Okay. Kettle's on fire tonight, ain't she? <laughs> push pins we can put in her seat. Anyway, all right, here's the deal. This, the bun was nice and crispy. It was like a, a sort of a European-type bun, but the chicken was fat and juicy. And I only ate half of it. I put it in the refrigerator, heat up the next day. It was still good the next day. Mm-hmm. All right, now, what I'm saying, getting, I'm going to get to the story in a second. What happened with Popeye's is Popeye's misjudged how good this sandwich was. And when people found out how good it was, it sold fast. But the revenue that it took to make that was not matching what it cost to make it because mm-hmm. that, that meat was fat. Okay. You put on the scale, it probably exceeded what they would put on the scale as far as selling because it only cost like three ninety nine, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they lost a bunch of money. So what they had to come out with, oh, sold out. They had to stop production. Okay. So now, now all these, now I'm going to read the story of where, where we are at this point. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this here. Mm-hmm. That sandwich ain't going to taste half as good as the one I eat when it comes back. Let's read the story now. Okay. okay. I said all that to say this. All right. Now, one of chicken sam- one of, one of Popeye's chicken sandwich says bring your own bun. Now, let's see what he mean by that. <laughs> anyway, having, having sold out of its Popeye chicken sandwich, Popeye is encouraging customers to build their own when they visit the store. Okay. Now, there's a cut back right there. Okay. Saying that. Well, I mean, you said, you said what? I'm sorry. I didn't hear. Build their own? Build your own. Build They're your own saying, what, sandwich? Your, yeah. Oh, yeah. The uh-huh. fast food chain is taking the unusual and potentially risk move of encouraging customers to build their own bun in stores to create a sandwich with a three piece tender meal or whatever. What would it do? What, they want what you to buy three tenders. Yeah. And bring your is, own yeah. bun. Yep. Like I said, this is, this is not the sandwich that it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, All right. right. Beyond the obvious issue of having customers bring part of their own meal, the cut of chicken using a tender is not the same as the one used in the sandwich, nor do the toppings match the sandwich. Some people hoping to see what uh, what the original sandwich was like will not have the same experience. I just said that. Mm-hmm. They don't. They're not going to come back with that. That sandwich was too fat, too good, and too cheap. And they want to make no money so on it. So they're going to make it thinner and it costs cost more. And they're going to give you just regular chicken And tenders. I know those tenders are about $8. And, and they're, they're regular off. tenders. Yeah, and they're yeah that's like much. twice the price of that sandwich. That yeah. sandwich was $4. But but they they trying to compensate. So I'm going to bring you on bun. It's, it's, it's a marketing strategy. That's all it because is. Because they lost their shirt last time. And then they had to stop because people were loving it. That sandwich was big enough for you to cut it and serve, give it to your kids and take them for lunch. The school to give cut up and give your kids for dinner. That's how big and fat and good that right, sandwich was. Right, but from what I read, that they said that um, the offer was going to be um, closed like in October. They had anticipated and they had enough money. I mean, had enough chicken mm-hmm. to accommodate until October. 
They said he sold out in two weeks. Mm, yeah, this was about money. They ain't got no doing no damn chicken. They got chicken. Well, per, Purdue would get a yeah, because what, what, no, what ran out? They because then I heard saw somewhere the, the, the bun must have ran out the brioche bun. They can't find it. See, that doesn't make any sense, no, does it? Because no. that's bread. The right. dollars and cents bread. did not match up. Like I tell you before, like <laughs> Hyundai made that car called the, the mm-hmm. GS right, 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 right. GS I wanted, I, I wanted one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> one time. The GS350. But it probably was, what's gonna happen is like you said, Papa, it's going to come back, but I think they're going to do it in a combo. And whoever didn't taste that it. That will probably be almost $10. But, yeah. but for y'all that didn't taste it, mm-hmm. you will never know what to compare it with. Right. So they could throw That's anything true. at you. And the people that right. taste it be like. That's why they can do it like a chicken mm-hmm. cutlet, which is very thin. Mm-hmm. It won't mm-hmm. be all thick and meaty like the original. That's a chicken breast, right? Yeah, but it was it was just so unique. It was It was soft. It was moist. Oh, it was on, you talk to anybody that tasted it, mm-hmm. and they'll tell you they'll say, "Damn, I would never get that taste." Every pop I went to, they didn't mm-hmm. have it. They it tell you right. that, that thing read. sold out. Because yeah. once people started doing it, they stopped buying this other stuff. That's what happened too. Right. Everybody started. Oh, sure. well, once I get that, that. Because you know, Popeyes, if you don't get the special Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, pay you, some you, money. you about to pay some money, right? Yeah. Exactly. Even so, Monday, Tuesday, well, and Wednesday. Look, if anybody got a day on chicken sandwich, give us a call. 914 Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306, and if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up and tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier, or is it Misery Loves Company, or whichever. Tell them to call us up on 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen, or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe, I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that. All 
Hi, welcome back to the John Perry. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Papa Didi. So, uh, Papa Didi. You know, um, I, I got this story here on uh, Antonio Brown. You know, I, could, I can go over it briefly, but, uh, you know, this guy, he's, you know. What's up with that brother? He, he's confused. He's very confused. You know, he, he um, he's a man that had a lot of money for a lot of years, and he just kind of lost his mind. Wasn't connected to nothing, you know, nothing of any tangibility. Probably lives in a big old fabulous house that's empty. You know, he's not linked to anything or anybody. Now he's linked to you know, this this allegation of things. Uh, he screwed up the Pittsburgh Steelers first and foremost. Him and the other guy uh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. They were like freaking frat. Le'Veon Bell didn't work the whole year because he was trying to do something in particular. So he passed up a bunch of money the whole year from the Steelers. So this man, here's a young black man, inner city black man, passing up millions of dollars because he was pissed off at something or somebody. So he sat out a whole year and, and messed up a lot of money. Then he ends up going to the New York Jets. Out of all the teams to go to, you think the man will go to the Patriots or a team that has some significance. He goes to the New York Jets, okay? So now that team on Monday Night Football this week is playing the Cleveland Browns, another team that's crazy. And, and so – so look at all these millionaires, and they're paying these te- they're paying these players millions every day. Different quarterbacks are making $33 million a year. They're about to pay Dak Prescott, who's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. He's about to get $30 million a year. And anyway, getting back to Antonio Brown, then all of a sudden he um, he goes to the Oakland Raiders, and he has a situation where he didn't want, to, didn't want to wear the new helmet that would save his head from getting bashed in. So he claimed he wouldn't do that, and all of a sudden they got pissed at him for that. And so eventually they let him go. They cut him. Now the New England Patriots, who would pick up a snake in the grass just so they could win a Super Bowl trophy, they picked him up. And in the middle of him now, so now he went from about $30 million a year for the uh, Oakland Raiders. He drops down to half of that, to $15 million, to the New England Patriots. So what's the point? If you lost half your money to go to somewhere else, now when you're about to sign up and play for the New England Patriots, a young lady comes in and accuses you of uh, sexual assault and rape. So now the NFL is about to pull you out of the game altogether. Now you done destroyed the Pittsburgh Steelers. You done destroyed the the uh, not the Jets. You done destroyed the uh, L.A. Raiders, Oakland Raiders, excuse me. And now you're down with the Patriots up there in, in, in Caucasian land up there in Foxborough. And now you're about to get prosecuted by the NFL as well as getting kicked off the Patriots. And, and you do all this stuff for what? And, and the one thing I will say to all this is that one person should not have that much power. I agree. You know, I just think that, and I've dealt with a few coworkers in my life like that, where coworkers go through the job like a bull in a china shop and just like, you know, just, just when I say China, I mean glass, you know, and they just like, they just disruptive. They're uh, arrogant and belligerent and thinking everybody is beneath them and, you know, the bully aspect. And, and, and this is what they're exuding. You know, they drove, they drove the brother crazy. And here's another aspect of Antonio Brown. He's going to drive the red wine. What's the coach's name of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Coach Tomlin. Coach Tomlin. Now, here's a respectful black man that he was working for 
as a coach. Now, he dogs Tomlin out. He's doing different Facebook videos in the locker room. But then he gets transferred to Whiteville up there in New England, and he's kissing <laughs> Belichick and Kraft's ass. You know, he's back at the plantation. He's acting like a good old Negro up there in Foxborough with the New England Patriots. Now, he done dogged the black man in Pittsburgh, but now he's up there with Massa in New England, and he's behaving himself. But God don't like ugly, so what he did, he stuck a probe up his butt called a rape charge. So now he got big problems. But the problem may not be too big because you remember your boy Kraft, who's the owner of the New England Patriots, Mm -hmm. was caught with his Johnson hanging out at a massage parlor, okay? So you got the owner of the New England Patriots had his winger, wing-wanger out at a massage parlor in Jupiter, Florida. Okay, so you got the owner. He's sling-a-linging and ding-a-linging. And then you got him who's sling-a-linging and ding-a-linging. So, uh, you know, who knows? So what's sacred anymore? Where is it sacred anymore? You go from Pittsburgh, you go to Oakland, you go to New England. Come on. You know what I mean? It's like, you know. It's, it takes a freak to know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So to be continued, we'll update you as it goes on. What's going to happen to Antonio Brown? Who knows? Whatever happened to Robert Kraft? Nobody heard anything prosecuting on him. And that's pissing me off because I tell you what, every time I open up my damn pantry, I see his name on like damn 10 things in there. He's on my graham crackers. He's on my damn mayonnaise. He's on my damn uh, ranch dressing. What else is he on? He's he's on everything. Kraft owns everything in the pantry. That's messed up. Anyway, what are you going to do? So we'll see what happens with uh, Mr. Antonio Brown. And he needs a barber. You see his hair? This boy got some of the craziest haircuts. I'm like, my brother, I know when you're rich, it don't take a lot to get some coochie, but damn. Man, Can you do some dreads? This boy got a cut over here, slice over here, two oh. flats up in the front, all kind of, oh, He's a mess. If we're going to talk about hair, you need to talk about your boy down there on, uh, what's that team? Yeah, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Yeah, he's a Did you see Cam dude. Newton? Cam Newton looks like he he has that look of like when you put a stocking cap on to wear a wig and it has holes in it. That's what his hair looks yeah, like. A lot it of looks them. like his hair is coming through the holes of a stocking cap. And then he put a helmet on top cap. of it. And the sad part about it is that traditionally, traditionally for black folks, mm-hmm. you know, we really need our hair to be conditioned and greased and parted and, and things like that, <laughs> so it can so our follicles can can have uh, nutrients in order to grow. This is what black hair, see the difference between uh, black hair and let's say Caucasian hair is that Caucasian hair creates oil. Black folks have to add oil. That's why white folks have to wash their hair not only every day, but also if you notice when you go to a hotel, what's in the bathroom in every hotel? Shampoo and blow dryer. And a blow, a blow dryer. Not mm-hmm. so much the shampoo that's there is just given, but a blow dryer is in every hotel you go in, I don't give a damn, it's a dive. And who's that for? That's for the white folks. That is not for us. But it's mandated and mandatory because they they grow oil in their hair every day. They must wash their hair every day and they must dry their hair. So they said, white folks got to dry their hair, so we got to put a blue dryer in every hotel room. But you know what? We use it You thought that dryer was, who we? We You black women don't use no damn hair dryer. Oh, not for hair. Okay. Okay. Oh, 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 what you into? <laughs> <laughs> what you, 
We use it for other things. Watch your delicates at night and you're trying to get your stuff to dry. Mm-hmm. You use that that's stuff. the first thing I think of. It's like I ain't in that we watch out my things. Sometimes you end up at a hotel that you and you need to wash your delicates. And that blow dryer comes in handy. What delicate? Well, some of us wear delicate. Some people wear drawers. I'm talking about those of us that wear delicates that can be hand washed. And you take the blow dryer and you dry your stuff. And anyway, I'm just saying, you know, a a blow dryer can be used. You dry your wet drawers while they're on you? No. You put them on? Is that what you're saying? No. Who does that? I thought that's what you meant. No. I'm talking about hand washing something in a sink. And then using the blow dryer to to expedite the drying process. With the operative word being blow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Where were we? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Speaking of weird. Red wine and revealed that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Speaking right. of weird, I'm let's always. talk about some of the weird news. Since we're already on the topic of weird. Go ahead. I'm just you. saying, you know, people can use a blow dryer for other things. Oh, here we go. He's back on that. Anyway. Boy, freaks have got to definitely make their point. But you know what? Freaks unite. Freaks of the world unite. Now, shut yeah, up. make your point. Anyway, 250 escaped pigs run rogue through a Vermont town. <laughs> Vermont? <laughs> yes. When you went there to distract what you were talking about? All right, go ahead. I'm just saying. I'm just a reporter. Okay. This is out of Orange, Vermont. Mm-hmm. What about was it again? Orange, Vermont. Two hundred and fifty pigs have been causing a ruckus in a Vermont town over the past month after they escaped from their enclosure. But rest assured, most of them have been returned as of yesterday, thanks in part to a trail of hot dog buns and people trying to corral them back in the enclosure. Several farm workers and a couple of volunteers chased the animals into the brush and ditches, working together to catch the pigs. <laughs> Mr. Walter Jeffries is now uh, facing tens of thousands of dollars in fines from the town uh, because the pigs have been spotted alongside the town road for weeks, creating a nuisance for drivers and pedestrians. Some of the pigs were a little aggressive, chasing people and whatnot. Jeffrey says that he believes that the fence enclosure was damaged by vandalism that happened back in August, which allowed 50 adult pigs and 200 piglets to escape. He told the police that he thinks a former employee did it. Mm -hmm. And the farm was also robbed recently of thousands of dollars in tools. So he got two alibis. Ex-employee vandalized the, the enclosure and somebody robbed us recently of a lot of tools. So earlier yesterday, six, 16 pigs were spotted in the town. A town official who checks daily <laughs> to see where these pigs are counted and took pictures of the pigs. And the fine is based on the number of pigs that are in the right of way. That's how they calculate. This the is fine. Vermont. This is in Vermont. As of Thursday, the, ta- the tally that he owes in fines is $81,955. And as a footnote, these pigs got loose last year, too. <laughs> so the pigs, as much as they weigh, they couldn't have broke down the gate themselves? He seems to think, you know, between the vandalism of an possible ex- alleged ex-employee and the, the theft of tools, 
I mean, but like I said, the pigs got loose last year, too. So what was your alibi for last year <laughs> when the pigs broke loose and ran through the town? Same reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I think Vermont encourages that because there's nothing going on up there. I don't know. I think Mr. Jeffries is somehow negligent. I, can we put him on the kiss it list? Mr. Jeffries? Yeah, Walter Jeffries. If he can't keep his pigs in, in a better <laughs> confined area, then uh, he needs to pay that fine. Okay. How much was the fine? $81,955. Oh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Okay. Well, you know how pigs, you know, they don't just run around. Mm-hmm. They yeah, start to... Things, exactly. <laughs> well, from pigs to yaks. Yak on ride to butcher shop escapes to Virginia Mountain. <laughs> I don't blame it. This is a Lovingston VA. Authorities of Virginia say a yak... On its way to the butcher shop, escaped to the nearby mountains, avoiding animal control officers and treats, mm. trying to lure it back into a trail. The news and advance reports the yak named Meteor, oh, Meteor was on its last ride Tuesday from Birmingham, Virginia <laughs> to the butcher when it got out of its trail. Dead oh, yak walking. <laughs> the escape was called and as livestock on the loose. And um, Nelson County Animal Control Officer Kevin Wright says he figured he was looking for a cow. Wright says the yak crossed a busy highway and avoided officers trying to capture it by heading for the mountains. The yak um, was last spotted Wednesday (laughs) at an inn where the owners tried unsuccessfully to lure it into a trailer using treats. (laughs) That yak said, I ain't stupid. Y'all try to get me to come back, give me little things come back, forget you. Mm-mm. That yak must have known something. Yep. Jackety yak. He probably said, you don't usually put me in a trailer and take me anywhere. Mm-hmm. I've heard about this, and I ain't no something. I think he knew. He mm-hmm. said, I'm busting up out of this joint. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck to you, Meteor, wherever you are. <laughs> Keep running, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm. Over to you, Papa. Mm-hmm. Now this happened in Bastrop, Texas, where where the heck that is. Bastrop, Texas. Mm-hmm. A mouse launched itself into a deep fryer. Oh gosh. Okay. A mouse Man. appeared to die, a mouse had appeared to dive headfirst into a deep fryer at a Whataburger restaurant in Bastrop, Ew. Texas, in a scene caught on video by a customer. And post it online. Mm. The customer okay. saw it? Yeah. Oh, that's messed up. That's nasty. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. a gentleman named was Bashar, Bashar Lewis published the footage to Facebook early on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It showed restaurant staff trying to catch the mouse had just scamped across the counter mm. and all through the restaurant before mm. it launched itself into the fryer, into oh the hot God. fryer. Oh, my gosh. To the to the immense shock of the staff and all onlookers that were there while the restaurant was open. Okay, I hope they shut that shit down. <laughs> they should have shut that down for a good month. And I hope they threw that fryer away. Hmm. One customer shout out real loud, all right, now who else needs a refund? <laughs> <laughs> so the post, hit, the post hit 1.4 million views mm. in less than 24 hours and was shared right. more than 50,000 times. Mm. What a burger issued a statement in the comments on a post that read in part, 
We closed the restaurant mm. out of an abundance of caution and notified Good. pest control. We have Thank totally you. cleared out our fryers, <laughs> and the entire restaurant has since been cleaned and sanitized. Okay. Okay. I'd be done with that. And it said that the, the customer prior to that has had no history of any type of uh, pest problems. So, mm-hmm. But they said it opened one week later on a Sunday, one week <laughs> after it closed. No plan. No plan. It must have been. So who would be the first uh, to eat some fries out of this fryer? Not I. Mm-mm. If I was down there and wherever that was, backwoods, Texas, I don't want any of that. Mm-mm. I don't see why it wasn't edible. I mean, we fry Oreo cookies. We do funnel yeah, cakes. Yeah, but those things aren't alive. What else we fry? We do uh, fried chicken. Fried chicken. We do, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying. Chicken sandwich and popcorn. We do, we do corn dog. Fryer. I'm done with that. We do mm-hmm. corn dogs. It would taste just like chicken, believe me. Mm-hmm. When stuff mm-hmm. comes out of a fryer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take you know a hard really, You know what's really that. good out of a fryer? I don't know mm-hmm. whether you had it or not. Frogs. You ever go up to a fryer and, and somebody drop bacon down in there? Mm-hmm. Oh. I've heard that that's good, oh. but I've never had it. I remember back in New Jersey, a gentleman named Tom. Tom, you see, you go in there for a breakfast sandwich. Mm-hmm. He put, he prepared the egg and everything, and then he put the strips of bacon in the fryer mm-hmm. and just dropped them down for a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Pull that fryer up. That is the most crispiest, nice delicious crispy. bacon mm-hmm. you could eat. Interesting. I bet yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, well, shout out to Tom. All right. Mhm. Yeah, bacon and uh, Where's that in in Jersey? Yes, yeah, I ain't gonna say the town. Okay. Well, Jersey. shout out to Tom in Jersey with the fried bacon. Mm-hmm. You the man. Only a couple seconds. Pulled up. Oh. That's all it takes. Crispy, delicious. All right. Back when I eat that kind of stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Shall we keep rolling? Uh, we can take a break early and uh, take a little yeah. CC. Okay. Let's regroup yeah. from that. Oh, Lord. Yeah. All those crazy True. animal stories. We had animal night. But it's sad, though, because the poor mouse was just yeah. trying to get away. Well. They forced him yeah, in the fry. Sorry, I don't feel bad for I think they should all be convicted in, uh, mm. for murder. Okay. Well, you can go send some donations to the mouse's family yeah, we'll while we take donation. a break. Like, and we'll be right back. Like the college said, all the proceeds will go for the yeah. blah, blah, blah. Go to save the mouse's family. All right, we'll be right back at the Pajama Party Show. This is the Pajama Party coming to you live. What's on your mind? Call us on 914-803-4306. Got an opinion or just want to say hello to the crew? Hello. You know what to do. Call 914-803-4306. If you just want to listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the banner in the upper right corner. But if you want to talk to the crew, you need to call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. We'll get to your call as soon as possible. It's nothing but fun and a pillow fight every Friday night at the Pajama Party. And remember, PJs only, no clothes allowed. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Bartender, another round for the house. Thank you, darling. All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red One. Bonsoir, darling. Okay. And it is now time for I'm Just Saying. Yeah, we're going to take it to uh, Red Wine for a segment of I'm Just Woo. Saying. And um, she'll enlighten us with uh, the latest uh, going, goings on. Yeah. 
Sorry about the ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I got to go back on that Felicity Huffman story. I'm still yeah. stuck on that one. 14 days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about it in comparison to another story. Uh, Crystal Mason. I don't know if you all know about Crystal Mason. This is the black woman who's a mother of three. This is down in uh, Texas, I believe it is. Now, this woman was on supervised release after serving some time for tax uh, tax fraud when she filled out a provisional ballot, right? Because after she got out, she thought, okay, now I can go and I can vote. So she filled out a provisional ballot. And she said she had no idea that as a convicted felon in Texas that she couldn't vote until her supervised release was over. She didn't know. So she went on, put her vote in, and she got busted for that. And they sentenced her to five years in jail because she tried to vote. All she did was vote, not knowing she wasn't supposed to. Just pulled a lever. Yeah, she just went put her vote in the box or leave her however they did it. For five years? Then we have Miss Felicity Huffman, who knowingly tried to beat the college system, and her sentence was 14 days and a fine. Well, there was another black lady, Rare Bond, not to step on your story, another black lady who did, um, what did she do? She used her uncle, who was a rich judge, used his address for her daughter to go to college. She just used his address. Mm-hmm. And she got five years in jail. Five years, exactly. Now, and and that many, was a that was a black woman. How many years did Felicity get? She got fourteen days. How many years did she get? Fourteen days. No, how many years? Did no she years. Get? Fourteen days. Now I'm saying, what's the difference? Huffman is a rich white woman. Mason is a black woman who's not rich. I'm just saying the sentence does not fit the crime. So she'll probably get five days off of good behavior, so it'll be about nine days. They're trying to make her serve that five years. So what I'm saying is that why should you go to jail for five years for trying to do your civic duty? Not from a five years? Oh, for, yeah. yeah. Fourteen days. That's all she had. Fourteen days in her feet. But this sister, Crystal Mason, they're trying to make her do the whole five years, and all she did was try to vote not knowing that she wasn't supposed to until her supervised or prevent whatever they call it, supervised release time was up. She didn't even know. It just makes no sense at all. Felicity Huffman paid somebody to boost her daughter's SAT scores knowing that it was wrong. She did what she did knowing it was wrong. This sister, Crystal Mason, tried to vote not knowing it was wrong, but yet she gets sentenced five years and Felicity gets slapped on the hand, 30000 in fines, and 14 days. This is some bull crap. Now, Felicity is saying that, oh, well, at the time, I was trying to do what was best for my girls. That's her excuse? That's your alibi? I still say 14 days doesn't fit that crime. But just as Miss Mason thought that since she was out of jail in time for the election, she thought she could go ahead and vote. And it turns out her vote wasn't even counted. So if the vote wasn't counted, where is the crime? Yeah, but she didn't even officially vote. And and she is being sentenced for five years. It doesn't fit the crime. The sentence doesn't fit the crime. So what I'm saying is that if rich people can just do a couple of days and pay a fine and do some community service, why wasn't Crystal Mason given that option? 
Why didn't they tell her, okay, well, since the vote didn't even count, and, you know, because of whatever reason, the vote didn't count or they extracted, I don't know how they did it, but the vote didn't even count. How come she wasn't given the option or or given, you know, something like, okay, well, you have to do a week or something, community service, pay a fine, whatever. They just said five years, lock her up. This woman's got three kids at home, but you're going to put her in jail for five years? You know, I'm just saying, um, where's the justice in a sentence like that? It's, the justice is non-existent. This is a total mockery, um, in my opinion, of the justice system. Ms. Mason is in the process of appealing the sentence, but the courts are even hesitating about hearing her appeal. Why are y'all trying to nail this woman over trying to vote? I, I just, I don't understand why they're making such a, I was going to say federal offense out of it. It's not a federal offense, but why are they trying to, to go this hard on this woman? I'm just saying, you know, can a black woman get a fair shake in America? Apparently not. Nope. This is red wine. I'm just saying. The sentence doesn't fit the crime in either case for Miss Mason or Felicity Huffman. Mm-hmm. And that's some bull. I agree. That's all I'm saying. But let me ask you this. Mm. Um, it's in Texas. I don't know what city, but it was Texas. Mm. Felicity Huffman, California. It's just, it just seems crazy to me. I mean, it wasn't like this, this sister here, her vote. You know, made the difference in an election, and now they got to redo it, and all of that. That didn't even happen. Her vote wasn't even counted. Mm-hmm. What'd she vote for? I don't know. <laughs> Was it matter now? I don't even been, know. It might have been, you know. Well, you know, I tell you, it's it's a this is very interesting. I mean, well, I'm, we're gonna go straight to. Uh, Living for the city? Go for it. All right. I'm going to go straight into living for the city. But I'm going to piggyback on what you were saying because, uh, you know, it seems like when when people do something of a certain race or a certain ethnicity or what have you, they use a term that we know you can do better. You know, I think that's the term that goes with her. You know, what's her name? Felicity? Huffman. Huffman. Mm-hmm. They say, well, we know you could do better but on black people, they say you should know better, mm-hmm. you know. And and it, it's, it's it's so interesting. Even when when you have a white judge that's looking down on white people, you know, they always will give them a break because they see themselves as a little young white mischief person when they see a little white guy, just like the uh, the little guy that was. Uh, remember that little guy they called that? They gave it a special name. Remember he was privileged and they gave oh, him. Oh yeah, right. They called, called it some kind of condition or something. He had a condition of a uh, privilege. Yeah, overprivileged or something yeah. crazy. Anyway, <laughs> but then when they see a black person, they feel like you know you're just nothing but a little vagrant, you know, you little bastard, you know, like anything else, you know. Just like when you go in front of a store, like like say you go to a a, a Caucasian neighborhood and three little black kids are dressed in their Saturday outfits. What two what two kids? From from ten to twelve years old, wear on Saturday morning. They wear whatever they can put on. 
You know what I mean? They wake up, they got jeans, t-shirt, they roll their pants leg up, they grab little raggedy bikes or whatever. But when they drop their bikes in front of the 7-Eleven in the neighborhood that's near them, because they go there because they got the better Slurpee or the bigger Slurpee or the special one Slurpees because it's a neighborhood that's in a township. So they ride their bike over there. But when they lay their bikes in front of the store, you know, the white guy that walks up frowns and says, you know, why are you move these bikes, you know, they look all crazy because the boys got little raggedy bikes and whatever. But this is what you do at 12 years old. This is what he did at 12 years old. But it was, if it was three Caucasians on bikes, he would understand that because he would see himself. See, when you see your own race, you react different to it is what they, what they do. Right. right. They they go into the past of their own life, but they don't, just like when the gentleman killed the people in South Carolina in the church, the nine people in, in Charleston, they took him to Burger King because he was hungry. Mm-hmm. Would they have taken a black guy that just killed nine people to any kind of Burger King? Mm-hmm. It's so eat sad that even no matter how mm-hmm. heinous the crime is, they could still see the Caucasian flavor. Mm-hmm. Even on a job, for example. You ever look at a job, for example, and you see a coworker that you may have, and they're a straight hillbilly or what have you, right? And you're teaching this person, they're straight hillbilly. But then you look up at the vice president, and they're shooting the breeze with the vice president because the vice president was a hillbilly their damn self at one time, okay? And when they talk, they both got roots in Martinsburg, West Virginia. They both got family in Martinsburg, West Virginia, and that's something that you don't have on them too. So now you're saying, how the hell is my hillbilly-ass co-worker hobnobbing with the vice president? He only speak to my ass because that vice president, before he cut his hair and put those wireframe glasses on, he was a hillbilly himself. So we have to look at the relativity of things that go on. And I want to talk about three different incidents that I saw over the past week that was dubious, dubious, dubious white privilege. And if you don't think that white privilege still exists, then you are so mistaken. Now, I was coming by my job. I went out to a uh, to a store to get to get a breakfast sandwich. I was coming back to the back of my job and my job ID hanging on my neck. There was a guy, a white guy, who was in a pickup truck mm-hmm. using our dumpster to dump trash. Mm-hmm. Now I knew this guy had nothing to do with that job or that dumpster. Mm-hmm. He looked at me and he saw. The idea around my neck, and he froze for a minute. I didn't say shit because, hell, I ain't got the authority to fuck with him. I don't give a fuck either way. Excuse my language. Now, but I saw him freeze. I saw his eyes freeze because he knew it was wrong. But he had a white face, so he didn't care. Because he knew that white face was going to carry him to empty the back of his pickup in that dump truck. And nobody was going to question him. Now, put a black guy in there. Someone would question, no matter who it may have been especially a white person from that particular job or my job, would say, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you authorized to put stuff in that thing? You know, it's like, and then I see this 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 white girl on a platform waiting for a train, okay? Mm-hmm. A train pulls up that she doesn't need. Now, she was, she was kind of a little, little dingbackish, dingback. Thing badish, I guess, ish. I'm trying to say with it, but you should have saw the way she was dressed. This was a well-to-do, very affluent white girl that had on like a short black 
shirt and these little black shorts. They were both designer. That were matching completely. Her hair was flawless with a braid. She had the two things hanging in her ears. You know, the little white things you wear in your ears, right. little bobs mm-hmm. to hang down. Mm-hmm. She had her tan skin, tan legs, mm-hmm. and these nice shoes on. Looked flawless. I mean, she was definitely well to do. But when, when, but she was waiting for a local train. But she walked up to the the Amtrak train. And said, does this train go to Secaucus? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, you know. But she's on her way to Secaucus. Now, one thing people don't know about Secaucus. Secaucus is a hidden, hidden little, you know, well-to-do joint. That's where the Giants play. The Meadowlands. Oh, okay. That's where the um, the, the, the New, New Jersey Nets used to play. Now they're the Brooklyn Brooklyn, as and they're in there and they're in Brooklyn, New York now. But there's a lot of things in in uh, Now it's the football season, so there's a lot going on there. So she was taking her little bougie ass to there because the Giants played there this weekend, and who knows what she was doing, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, then I was on a train, and these two white girls came on. They look a little affluent as well, and the brother went up to go to the cafe car, and I was kind of dozing off in the seat. I looked up, and I know he was sitting there, a young boy, right? They literally took this boy's seat. The tag was up top saying the seat was occupied. They looked up at the tag and still sat down. And when the young brother came back, I mean, there was other seats in there. When the brother came back, they were like, oh, oh, this is your seat? They looked back at the tag that they saw already. Mm-hmm. But they was in there. Now, when they sat down, they both opened up their brand-new laptops. They both had brand-new surfaces. Brand new cell phones, earbuds hanging their ears, and they didn't give a damn about anybody. They just took the seat, didn't care. They had a ticket. I mean, this was three levels of white privilege that I saw in the course of two days. And I said, if people think that white privilege is gone, that shit is alive and well. And people take advantage of it. The sad part about it, they know it. And their grandparents and, and parents have passed it down to them. And told them that your white skin is going to give you access. Don't worry about it. People, when they go to talk, break, bust you for whatever, they're going to think twice. You know, and they do. We don't question it. And like you said, in the courtroom, they'll give them a break. The young lady got 14 days for giving somebody $15,000 to take your daughter's SAT. What is your daughter, a friggin' idiot? Or something, you disrespect your daughter by saying, you know what, honey, the little semen that just your father dropped in me wasn't strong enough for your mind to take that SAT, so I got to pay somebody to do this joint. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just speaking on crazy analogies and crazy thoughts, mm-hmm. but deep down inside, you didn't even trust your own daughter to pass her own test, mm-hmm. and you paid 15 grand to do it. Then you got busted, and you ain't got but 14 days in jail. Mm-hmm. 14 days. You got people that got still in jail for some weed back in the 80s, still in jail. And weed is legal in most places now. But like I said, I'm just talking. I'm going to close it there. Okay. Anyway. Right. Anyways. Whew. Crazy, up. It's been crazy, up. And you're right. I it's getting mm. still crazy out there. All right. Well, speaking of crazy. Yeah, we're going to go to Kettle. Yeah. Let's go 
Well, I wasn't going to say it that way. I was going to say, let's go to Hollywood. You're supposed to say it as a bed bug. Oh, that's a segue, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of crazy, let's talk about what's happening in the la-la land. Take a little CC or y'all want to keep pushing? I'm going to keep it rolling. Keep it rolling? Yeah, keep it rolling. What's happening? Well, 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 as we know, everybody's talking about Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. What is going on with him? What is going on? You need to slow his AWS down. Okay. He does. He got a lot of money like everybody else. Um, we he 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 has been released um from the hospital because he was in the hospital. This accident happened September the first. Um, the Pennsylvania native was hospitalized for ten days after his 1970 Plymouth Barracuda veered off Mullenhorn. Dry, uh, highway, I'm sorry, crashed through a wooden fence on the side of the road, rolled over and landed in a ditch in the L.A. area. I mean, when you go on that drive, you need to Ten days? He was in the hospital? He was in the hospital for 10 days. It's been hush-hush, hasn't it? Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I thought he was that. okay. See, I didn't think it was that serious. So he, he has just been released, but um, he's going to be in two weeks at rehab facility before he can return home. However, the timeline may change depending on his condition or you know, his recovery. They say he was pretty fit, so his his recovery should be pretty speedy since he was fit. He was pretty fit. In the car with Hart was actor Jared S. Black, who was driving the vehicle, and Black's fiance, Rebecca um, Brocksterman, who is Anika's, which is, Anika's is his wife. Is, it was her personal trainer. After the accident, um... He had to have back surgery for three spinal fractures that needed to be fused. Oh, my goodness. So when you say fractures, it's really, it's not really a break, break, but it's just, you know, like a crap. Yeah. I hope it's not going to make him shorter. Oh, Lord. I'm just so, saying, when you so, start, okay, you know, no. those things just have to mend. Mm-hmm. So he, he left the scene to go to his nearby residence, because they say he was about two blocks from his residence, mm-hmm. to get... Um, medical attention before he was transported to the hospital. So they said somebody came in the vehicle, pulled him out, took him home, and then I guess he was complaining about his back, so they took him to the See, hospital. When I heard that he left, it sounded like on his own. Yeah, yeah, recall. You know, no. yeah, on his own two feet or something. Uh-uh. But apparently not. No. But check this out. Earlier this week, a source told uh, us that uh, Kevin Hart wants his inner circle to downplay the seriousness of his injuries. Because he has so many project commitments. Hmm. Uh, something happened like this, I'm going to throw my ass down. So either you're going to lose some money or you're going to make some money because, you know. So why are you trying to get people to downplay it? I mean, it is what it is. It, yeah, like you said. You know, it's not like it's broken, broken. It's fractured, but still it's a serious. He had to go into surgery right after this, this accident. So Yeah, but I mean, as far as your commitments go. Right. If you really have had three surgeries and stuff, wouldn't right. you do better to tell people, hey, I had to have surgery, can we, you know, rearrange dates? I, you can't fake it. What are you going to do? There you go. Go show up in a wheelchair? Anyway, go ahead. Um, Megan Marco, she has a new fashion line. Um, she launched that um, the other day. It's called Smart Set Capsule Collection. It's a workwear um Collaboration with um, SmartWorks is like a charity for the unemployed women um, with free clothes and job interview training. Oh, you're trying to get in a little bit of everything. 
Okay, princess. Ah, uh, that's what I say. She got the sources, <laughs> so she she can do she can do her thing. But it's basically, you know, the white shirt, the black pants, the basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to get get um, you know, uh, women back on their feet, which is I think is a pretty good thing. Okay. That was cute, and of course, you know, they're selling out. Of course. J Lo, J Lo, and A Rod. J Lo wants more kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, please. She has. <laughs> this is like her sixth marriage. She has two uh, twin, eleven-year-olds, um, and A Rod has two daughters. So maybe they want a little Bambino, you know, producing their own. I don't. They know. gonna do yours, mine, and ours, huh? I guess. Okay. I, I mean, a true Brady bunch, <laughs> um, for for sure. Um. All right. Another note. Uh, How old is Jayla? Fifty. She's turned fifty. And she's talking about having a baby mm-hmm. at fifty. Yep. They, they people been older than that, and she got herself a young buck. He's forty four. But I'm just saying, at fifty, she figured she'd go ahead and work that young style and go and get some yeah, okay. babies. <laughs> yeah. At fifty, I'm just saying that's very. I don't care how physically fit you are once you reach a certain age. Right. That's very risky. Right. Well, very risky for you and the baby. Well, you know, a lot of times people like this, but I think she is true to who she is. She want to have a baby on her own. Might have a surrogate. Who knows? People have done it all the time, so who knows? Okay, what does it pay? Mm. Oh, Lord. They got the money. Oh, Papa yeah. Didi talking about he'll carry it. How much does it pay? I'm going to move on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm on the other end of the spectrum. Adele files for divorce. What? He's been married with her both since 2011. What? Calling it quits to to hubby. Yep. Yeah. Goodbye from the other side. They do have a six-year-old son. They have joint custody. And uh, it's unfortunate, but she's filing in California. Mm. I would run my A double S somewhere else. She's filing in California. Oh, you know that's a 50-50 state. Right mm. on. That's what's going to happen. Eddie, Eddie Murphy told you that. That's a 50 50. He's going to get half. That's, of that's why um, girlfriend Sandra Bullock ran her behind to um, New Orleans. I know that's right. She said, I'm going to New Orleans. Bump that. <laughs> yeah, she said, that dude ain't getting half of all my goods. Nope. Mm-mm. She is worth quite a bit. California, they don't, they play, they they go that 50 50. I, I know. Yeah. And they did not sell, uh, sign a prenup. Bless her heart. But on my last note, a stunt woman, she sues the producers of the movie Resident Evil. Mm. They made $300 million. Good grief. But she was in a bad crash and she was a stunt double for the main character. Mm-hmm. And she lost her arm. Mm. Oh, my God. They paid about $33,000 out so far. But she's like, look, y'all done made $300 million. Y'all got to break me off mm. somewhere. That's right. You guys gotta gotta check that out. Ooh. She had to, they had to get her her um um arm amputated. Mm. And she has some other issues going on, but they want to pay. I I, I want to follow this story, but they want to wow. pay. If you guys are familiar with that Resident Evil um series, it's about I think three or four movies. But she plays the stunt double, and she lost mm. her arm. I've never seen it, just because it has evil in the name of it. I'm like, no, that's not my kind of movie. But what had happened was they said that this particular stunt, which was on a motorcycle, was something that was introduced that that day. It wasn't something, you know, when you're doing stunts, you um, plan for it. Right. So this was something new that they wanted to do that particular day, and uh, this is what the result would happen. 
Mm-hmm. And she was on a motorcycle and whatever crash it was. I mean, it, it really tore up. That's messed up. Yeah. Well, look, before we go to the cocktail, I forgot to mention the the debate. We didn't talk about the debate. Oh, mm-hmm. did, did anybody watch the debate last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty good. So who do you think? Well, let's not even talk about everything. Let's just. I'm just asking, who do you think came out on top, and who do you think was on the bottom? I'm gonna go to you, Kel. Who do you think came out on top? Um, I like Budache, Budache and Beto. Okay. They said some good things, especially Beto was talking about the gun thing. He was, he was very passionate about that. Um, the guy Castro, what's his name? Castro. Uh, Julian Castro. Castro. Yeah, he he he, he was trying to mess Biden up, but uh, I think he was attacking the wrong thing. I'm thinking, you know, if you're on the Democratic side, you're on the same side. Why are we attacking each other? And they, they were in the same administration. Obama but isn't that the point of a debate? I guess. To try to is. show what your differences are and why you're the best candidate right. for the job. That's right. I guess. So, That's right. Yeah. I ain't mad at him but for that. Little Korean guy, he came on and said, look. <laughs> Yang. And yeah. what's his name, Andrew Yang? I don't think he's going to yeah. last. Him and, and the other little lady. He's giving out $1,000 a month. Yeah, but family. not justifying things. And him and the little lady on the end from Minnesota, where she's from. Uh, what is her name? Uh, Whenever I need to say it, I can't think of it. And Bernie Sanders, he needed a damn cough drop. But anyway. <laughs> he did sound more gravelly than usual. Yeah, I think he's just getting older. I think. Okay. So, Papa, who did you think came out on top and who came out on the bottom? I think, uh, like you said, the guy... Uh, Beto, I, 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 you know, as as time goes on, I think, I think I'm a name really who should be out of it, really. Okay. I think I think Biden's too old. He mm-hmm. showed that last night. Mm-hmm. Biden's too old. I think Harris should run it at another time. This is not her time. Mm-hmm. She she she's just throwing stuff about her being a prosecutor and things like that. She's a nice person. She's a young, nice-looking black woman. She needs she's no more experience, and she's she's in an area, a time frame where, um, what's the name, Warren? I think Warren. Warren is too hyper. I think she's on fucking crack. She needs to slow down. She every time she talks, she just talks like a maniac. And um and and what's your boy and Bernie from Sanders. Bernie Sanders? Same Bernie Sanders is the same as him. I think he's too old. I think Bernie yeah. Sanders and 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 uh, Bernie Sanders and he's Biden. Angry. Bernie Sanders and Biden both should be going to Medicare. I think that's. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. Okay. They both need to go to Medicare. I just think the Castro, uh, like you said, Buttigieg, Beto, and and Yang. Just to keep it interesting, but yeah. I think Castro, Beta Check, and, and especially the guy that, that has that, his passion ever since El Paso, I'm loving him. I'm loving him completely. I, I didn't understand him at first, right. but man, that brother is serious. And the whole night, you notice, he was serious. Yeah. And let me say one more thing, too. One more thing. Let me just say something on a on a auto aspect. First of all, we need to think about Teddy Pendergrass and what happened to him in an automobile early in his career. Changed his life. Got rest his soul. Now he's passed away. Mm-hmm. He died on the, uh, you know, the Westwood Drive over there in, in Philadelphia. Or Lincoln Drive, excuse me. On Lincoln Drive, going around curves and things. Kevin Hart is lucky to be alive because between the years of 1950 and 1989, mm-hmm. cars are made of metal. 
He was driving a 1970. Mm. He's lucky. Wow. He was driving a metal vehicle. Mm. When he when that thing landed, when the even though the hood was the roof was flattened, mm. it was a metal hood that came down slow. If he was in a Sonata, a Elantra, right. yeah, or whatever. Fiberglass stuff. Fiberglass, a Mustang. He would have been gone. Yeah. gone. Yeah. God rest his soul that he was in that old ass metal Barracuda. Mm. That's what saved his life. Mm. He's lucky to be alive. Mm. Only because of the car he was in. Right. And they all should be, you see how they all living. Right. Because yeah. they were surrounded by metal. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to focus on that. But I just think that Biden, and like I said, uh, and, and, uh, Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie, yeah. Bernie Sanders and Biden definitely need to go to Medicare. I think Buttigieg did a very good job. What I like about Buttigieg is that he seems to be very calm, very yeah. level-headed. Yeah, he, is. he doesn't seem too excitable. Right. And I think when you're talking about who needs to be in charge of the country, right. you don't need somebody who gets too excited too easily. So I like the way he approaches things. Right. I like Beto's passion right he has passion but i do right. want to see him like you you gotta, gotta still be off. able to kind of right. level it off right. but i love his passion yeah but what you're going to do when you're dealing with all these foreign nationals you need to have some passion and some strength oh no i said Leveling i love his off passion is cool, but you can't love all no, when you're dealing with Kim i said i love his passion i love what he stands for so between he and and uh, I think Beto should be the president, and I think I'm good um, with that. I think uh, Buttigieg should be the vice president. I'm just saying, well, this is my opinion now. I think I think I do agree with what you said, Papa Didi, about um, Harris. I think that right now I don't really see what her point is. Yeah, it's not I still her keep time. hearing her talk about what she did As when she was in a previous role. Yeah. And she keeps saying, "Well, my focus is on the things that keep you up in the middle of the yeah. night." But I still don't really hear, but what are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm over her. At first, I was like, okay, come on, girl. Mm-hmm. What you going to do? And then after a while, I was like, I feel like you're just kind of stuck in neutral. But she's fine so, as hell, though. Anyway. I'm just saying. So I, I would like to. President or vice president. I think Bernie needs to go sit down. Yeah. I think Biden needs to go sit Manicare. down. Medicare. Medicare. I ain't saying that. I just think they need to go sit down. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting. Yang, I, I, you know, I think the way he kind of came out and said, look, I'm going to cut to the chase. I'm going to give everybody $1,000. $1,000 everybody. I'm I am curious, man. though, as to how is he going to pay for that. And I was talking to somebody earlier who said, is that money going to be taxed? You know what, though? That's a good question. That would be very easy know. to do. you you got to understand that they... they're throwing money out now. They give Trump $5 billion to build a wall. We spent over ten, eight billion on that Iraq war. Yeah. So what do we we pissed we pissed thirteen billion. You know, a billion dollars is one hundred million, mm-hmm. and we just spent thirteen billion already oh, between yeah. the and Iraq that's war. Partly what he was saying is that instead of trying to trickle down money to people with all these different programs that have a lot of overhead, why not just give the money directly to people? And let them do what they need to Private do. Why not? So I would like to know, though, is that money tax-free? Yeah. Or is it going to, because you're talking $12,000. But I'm saying that's going to bring $12,000 to your taxable income, if it's taxable, right. at the end of the year. That could put you in another tax bracket. Mm-hmm. So is it really going to benefit you right. when it's all said and done? If we're now late, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But right. mm. I hear the cocktail and the wheat music, so okay. we're going to go to you, Kevin.
Right. What you got for us this week? We need one after all this, huh? I tell you. Mm. Um, it's called the Forbidden Sour. Ooh, forbidden. Ingredients for the forbidden sour. You no, know I want that. Is one ounce of pama, pomegranate liqueur, one ounce of bourbon. That's some brown liquor up in here. One ounce of fresh uh, lemon juice and a half an ounce of simple syrup. We're gonna add all ingredients into a shaker with ice and shake vigorously. Strain into a rock glass over fresh ice. And garnish with an orange wheel and a cherry. All right, now. Yay, yay. This is a new take on an old classic. Mm, interesting. Better say so. And what's it called again? The Forbidden Sour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used that's to drink the... night, and that's good. You drink the whiskey good. sours. I used to love a good whiskey sour. Yeah, Still do, actually. Yeah. I didn't say used to. And, Lou, I, I, I haven't had none since I was... Anyway, zigzagging up a walk. (laughs) Look, I didn't realize the bartender was pouring Jack Daniels, and I don't drink Jack Daniels. Oh. About a third when I said. They jacked you up with some Jack. They sure did. I said, F it. What what, what the heck? Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. All right. Well, thank you for that. You know, the cocktail of the week is sponsored by DC Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. And we appreciate that. Uh, Let's see. Papa Didi, can you tell us about the world-famous Kiss It List. Mm. Got a big one tonight. Yeah, it's time. That's everybody that showed their butt, honey. It's mm. time to put them on blast. We call them out every week. Call them out by name, because we ain't never scared. What? What, what? What, what? Um, okay. Who we got on the list first, Kettle? Um, I got Felicity Huffman. Oh, yeah. He's only getting 14 days and, what, $30,000 fine? That's a drop in the bucket. Yeah, you know she made that off. That's 30000 is really two days two days of a sitcom or two weeks of a sitcom. Yeah, and how about two hours? What they get? What they get? <laughs> that's her pocket. They get 150000 That's the average for each episode. Each episode. Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, I thought it was 8000 that's um, if you're just a little sad person. Right, 125000 That's the average. Uh, William Singer. Yeah, uh, the one who's running yeah. everything. Right. Uh, the last report that I was reading. He ratted everybody out, too. Right. He might get 65 years, and he might be fined 125 Might uh, be. $1.25 million. He helped him out. He ratted. I'm, this yeah. man ratted out everybody. Me. But the operative word is might. Yeah. He ratted out everybody. So we'll see. Yeah. And um, what about old girl, the one who was the the, the big girl that still did the other uh, one, Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin, she she didn't plead guilty. She's trying to she fight said, her. I'm case. innocent. Yeah, okay. As guilty her. as the devil she, himself. She, she paid more money. Mm-hmm. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, big time. Can you imagine just having five hundred grand laying around? She is guilty as Beelzebub. Man, if we had five hundred grand around laying around, we would not be sitting here. Heck no. Also, we'd Walter, be on something that's moving on. Walter Jeffries about the pigs. Yes. You can't keep your pigs on lock, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they happened in a year before, and now it happened again. It's something wrong with you. Not and what a what a burger for the mouse that went What a burger. Oh, that's the name of the what a burger restaurant. It was yeah. somewhere down in Texas. What a burger. What a burger. It's what a burger in Texas. What a burger. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever that was. Um, Kraft and Roger Goodell, all of them. 
Yeah. Antonio Brown. Antonio yeah. Brown. Yes, because he's a nut. And Cam Newton for that crazy hairstyle. And he's throwing crazy. He's he's not he's not healthy. Yeah, he's got it. He might retire soon because he's been Who's beat that? up. Cam, Cam Newton. Yeah, he's gonna retire soon. Also, Popeye. For telling people bring their own bun. What kind of bull crap are y'all trying to We're just trying to throw a distraction. It's not funny. It's that's not all. funny. That's all. I'm just sorry if anybody didn't taste that chicken yeah, sandwich. Yeah, I'm not going to taste it again. Also, um, that lady who is um, being confirmed as the head of the Air Force, who said she didn't have a problem with people spending government money on Trump's hotels. Mm. Her. I yeah, forgot man. her name, but her. Trump's going to be your boss. Yeah, her. Trump's her boss, so. Yeah, I have a problem with her. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? I think that was it. I, you sure? I'm going to make sure we get them all in there. Yeah, uh, let's sure. see. Red wine and cattle. Uh-uh, don't even try it. What? <laughs> Is there anybody else that we need to put on this week's Kiss It list? Red wine and cattle. I thought it was somebody else other than Papa Didi, but I can't recall right yeah. now. Anyway. That was it, I think. All right. You sure? That's it. I want to make sure before we give them the prize. Okay, that's it? That's it. All right. Here's a prize for everybody. Here's your award. Kiss my entire ass. Hi, welcome back to the John Party One. Here with Papa Dee and here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Woo woo. Bonjour. I mean, bonsoir. Oh, no. Like, wait a minute. Bonjour. It's oh, good morning. morning. All right. Well, it's almost morning. Mr. Phil. Mr. Phil. Who? Oh, Dr. Phil. Wow. They're getting a divorce? Wow. After so many years. Wow. Oh, late breaking news. Late breaking news. And you can't analyze that. I know. Who's, no, who was that fault? Can't analyze that. Who was that fault? Huh? Oh no, he done messed up new honey. Doctor Phil is asking mm. for to mess up new honey, huh? Hell, he's around well, thousands of them a day. Yeah, that's true. They're going to have him on somebody's show. He's he listening to so many other problems. Mm-hmm. I guess I said, you know what? I'm kind of tired of you. Oh, my <laughs> Okay, I need to move on. All righty. Well, okay. just something about the women um, on the front row. Sorry to hear that. Oh, is right. that what it is? In the pews in the church. I Well, before we go to the last pews word, I want to give church. a shout-out to Ashley. Today is her birthday. Oh, okay. So shout out oh, to Ashley. Yay. Happy birthday, what? Ashley. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Pajama party. Happy birthday. 
everybody else having a birthday today. Happy birthday from the Pajama Party crew. And Little Legend is another month old today. Oh, that's true. 13th of the month. Little Legend is another month old. Happy birthday, yeah. monthly birthday uh, to Legend. He's 18, what was he, uh, 14, 15 months? Mm-hmm. 15 months, that's right. I know. Little Legend, 15 months old. Yeah, he's a... That's the mascot of her well, show. He's a mascot, uh, yeah. He wears a little pajama oh. party uniform with the uh, feet in the pajamas. Yeah. And what? escape hatch in the back. Uh uh-uh. oh. Okay. <laughs> that's needed. Oh yeah, that's needed. Okay. All right, let's hit the last word. Papa Didi, what's your last word? You know, my last word, uh it's not listening, but I just want to give a shout out to my coworker Eric, uh, a good friend of mine. He's uh he's going on to bigger and better things. He's got a uh, another job at another place. And I trained him for the last six months, and he sent me a heartfelt text today thanking me for everything I've done for him. And he actually told me that when he went to his interview for his new job, he referenced me and the things that I taught him and the things that he, and uh, he's only 32 years old. And I, I appreciate the young brother speaking up for me, and uh, he sent me a heartfelt text that kind of brought tears in my eyes on how well he, he uh, spoke on my behalf. And God bless him. I hope he has much success. And he makes me feel like it was a job well done when you bring somebody into adulthood with your your old school tutelage. And when somebody takes the time to listen to the old heads, then they can go on a straight and narrow. They don't realize that they need us more than they think they do. So anyway, I feel good about that. So I lift my glass, my brother. Good luck All to right. you. All right. All right. Thank you. What's his name? Eric. Here's okay. to Eric. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Cheers to Eric. All right. What's your last word, Ray? My last word is the time should fit the crime. Okay. It shouldn't matter whether you are black, white, speckled, striped. It shouldn't matter. Got money. It shouldn't matter whether you are rich, poor, or in the middle. It should not matter. Mm-hmm. The justice system needs to be balanced. That's what that lady with the blindfold holding the scales is supposed to represent. That's right. It's supposed to be blind, and it's supposed to be balanced. And I'm not seeing either one. I'm not seeing blind, and I'm not seeing balanced. This stuff needs to stop. If you do something major, then you should get time for something major. If it's minor, then the time sentence should be minor. I'm just saying the justice system needs to be more just. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. And, and the case in point to your thing there, because when it when it came to O.J., which he got off of the major case, but when it came to Bill Cosby, they spared no expense throwing his black ass oh, yeah. in jail. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't want to... If crucifixions were still allowed by law, they would have crucified him. Oh, Lord. Yeah, Bill Cosby anyway, went down. Over to you, Kettle. What's your last word? Okay. Um... I'm just wishing and hoping Kevin Hart has a speedy recovery, but in the interim, uh, he needs to slow it down. And I think this is, the quote-unquote, a sign for him to slow it down because mm-hmm. he has a lot of projects. He, a lot of people are riding his back, but he needs to – he's in charge of, of, of his own destiny. Right, so he needs to say, look, I need to slow it down. 
Yeah, stop saying yes to everything. Right. You, and, and, and after a while, people get tired of seeing you everywhere. I mean, same thing happened with Steve Harvey. Exactly you right. Know, so, you know, exactly. things, things happen for a reason, as they say. They sure after do. Right. And um, I hope his wife hangs in there. But after so much, this is going to be like, I ain't got time for this. Yeah, you know she got a ton of money herself. Yeah, yeah, you know. affairs and all kinds of stupid stuff. Yeah, if he files in California, mm-hmm. she gonna get half, Eddie. So you better move to another state, Kevin. You better go sit down, get your shiggity together. You know that's how I feel. So um, and J Lo, y'all need no more babies. Just leave it alone. Y'all, y'all, y'all got a blended family. Just leave that's it alone. Right. And she said her 11 year old son's gonna walk her down the aisle. I'm like, that's sweet. Okay. But you need to let that baby thing go. Yeah, yeah. let it go. Stop being Y'all need so. to go adopt a dog from and, a And that's, there's there. another person, you know, stop trying to be so relative. You've done your thing. You went everywhere from being a dancer on In Living Color mm-hmm. to where you are today. You have accomplished everything. Right. And me personally, I believe that J-Lo, in my opinion, is a much better actor than she's anything else. Oh, I agree. I love I agree her movies. I agree with that as well. I, I agree. I love her movies. That yeah, movie I could do did, without her. The girl that got, that got killed, what's her name? Uh, Selena. Selena? Yeah, that she was She should have won an Oscar for that. Yeah, it was. she had some nominations, but she didn't win, but yeah, she should have won. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Yep, yep. And uh, for the um, woman that was the sun devil... Yeah. I I I'll pay get her. every everything. Pay her. Yep. Get you yep. a new yep. lawyer. There you go. Pay her. Resurrect pay Johnny Cochran yep. if you need to. Yep. But you her. need to get paid. Pay her. Yeah. You know, there's so many different sites out. I saw a site today on there. I forget what it's called. Un un unrated un mm-hmm. underrated mm-hmm. actors. You ever seen that that mm-hmm. site? I've heard of people it. That died? Yeah, I've heard of it. I think that Kevin Hart needs to take a look at those sites and he also needs to look at the story of Teddy Pendergrass. Because Teddy Benegraff was in a car accident himself, which mm-hmm. changed his life completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wasn't nobody in this world better in the world mm-hmm. than Teddy Benegraff. Oh, that was, was a singing man. He went down at his prime. Mm-hmm. And, and he was never the same. Wheelchair ever since. And if Kevin Hart's not in the wheelchair, brother, if, you, if God put you back on your feet to stand up straight, yeah. like you said, change you your life, brother. Yeah. You better get the message. Yeah. Get the message. That's what it is. Thank God you yeah. was in a 1970 vehicle made of metal. Made of he had just bought it because he bought it for his birthday. Yeah, he was That's talking about it on, on the show on XM Radio. He, 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 well, he didn't about tear it up, but it got torn up. Yeah, he just, yeah. That's how the other guy died from the Furious uh, movies. Yeah, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. The guy from Fast and he wasn't even driving. Mm-hmm. The other guy was driving. Remember, he was test driving at a uh, sports car. Yeah. The one that died from Fast and Furious, he wasn't even driving at the time. That, that was broke a her. fine man right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that broke uh, that brother's yeah, heart. They were saying that the brother had to finish the young scenes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right. all right. So that's yeah. it for the last word. So we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Listening to the Pajama Party Show, we do appreciate you so very much. Uh, We'll Mm -hmm. do it again. Let's see. Next week, we won't be live. We will be pre-recorded next week. So, uh, But still, check us out. We won't be taking any calls, but we will have a show. So please check us out. Tell a friend. Spread the word. Spread the well. Because this thing is gold. All right. So, uh, thanks again to DC Homegrown, our parent company, for keeping us on the air. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll do it again next Friday night. No calls next Friday, but we'll be live again the Friday mm-hmm. after. So, we'll see you there.
Yeah, and Whataburger in Texas is not one of our sponsors. No, they are not, and never will be. Say good night, Papa. Good night. <laughs> Say good night, Kevin. Good night. And this is Ray Wise saying bonsoir. Until the next time we meet at the Pajama Party Show. Good night. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.